Where were you when the news of Trey Lance broke yesterday? <laughs> That's the big question. Welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. I'm your host, Mark Adams. I'm one of the writers at 49ers Web Zone, and I'm happy to spend a few minutes with you here. Just want to talk a little bit about Trey Lance and uh, what's going on. We're talking 49ers quarterback drama team shopping Trey Lance fumbles news. So I'm going to talk about that. So I'll explain exactly what I mean by that. So first, here's let's just go back to kind of a timeline here. First, Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport put the word out there yesterday that Sam Darnold had been named QB2 and that the 49ers were considering all options, including trading Trey Lance. Um, shortly thereafter, uh, 49ers beat reporters started to report that uh, Trey Lance was not at practice. And so that was, that was, a, a big thing, you know, cause they didn't really know what was going on um, until they started seeing the, the report from Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. So then, uh, you know, kind of brings up the idea that if they do move on from Trey Lance, if the 49ers decide that they're going to trade him, I think that this is good. This is going to go down as one of the most colossal mistakes that they've made not just trading him. I, I think that that would be a mistake, but just this whole thing in general, the fact that they traded um, three, for, or they used three first round picks on him plus a third round pick. Um, so to invest that much in a player uh, is a lot, but to invest that much in a player that really doesn't even play for you, uh, except for a handful of games, I think you. I think that would be right up there with one of the worst trades in 49ers history, and there have been some bad ones. I mean, there's uh, who could forget? You know, some of you weren't even alive during this time, and I certainly don't remember this. But in 1978, the 49ers traded their second and third round picks, and then their first and fourth round picks in 1979 and a 1980 second rounder to acquire a, an old aging, worn down OJ Simpson. This was before he started committing double homicides. And so uh, he at one time was a great, great back. But by the time the 49ers got him, he he just was not. He, he had been running the ground too much. Uh, the, the here's, here's the really painful thing. That, that 1979 first rounder ended up becoming the number one overall pick. Uh, so horrible. And OJ Simpson was with the 49ers for two seasons. He only rushed for 1,053 yards. So basically 500 yards a season is what he did. And then of course, there's the 1992 trade when the 49ers had had enough of Charles Haley and they traded him to the Dallas Cowboys, this young up and coming team that ended up knocking them out of the NFC championship two years in a row. So that cost the 49ers at least two Super Bowls, maybe even three. Um, so yeah, just the, the, this, if the 49ers trade Trey Lance and don't get anything more out of him than what they already have, this is going to be one of the worst trades in NFL history. So uh, Nick Wright was on Cal, uh, the Colin Cowherd show and he said the process for the San Francisco 49ers over the last three years regarding Trey Lance 
has been the most unprofessional I've ever seen in pro sports. Wow. Those are big words. And, and while I think that the 49ers have not handled the Trey Lance situation very well, I, I hardly think it's the most unprofessional in sports history, uh, pro sports history. I mean, after all, last year, uh, the Cleveland Browns traded for Deshaun Watson. So that can, that's worse. And so I, I think there's plenty of things. You, know, you can look at the Washington Redskins or Commanders, whatever you want to call them, over the years when Daniel Snyder was there, they've done some terrible things. So I don't think this is the least or, or the most unprofessional thing. But the 49ers have made some mistakes throughout this Trey Lance saga. So let's take a, let's take a few minutes and, and kind of look at some of those really, uh, really crappy mistakes. So first is spending too much on a project. And by project, I mean a player who really needed to be developed. So that was Trey Lance's situation. Um, he hadn't played much in college, as you know. Um, so he, he was really raw and he needed to be developed. And they didn't give him that opportunity. I mean, he had the injuries. There were times where he didn't get uh, the, the kind of chance that we wanted him to get. You know, I think back to um, when uh, at the beginning of the 2021 season when Lance was a rookie and Kyle Shanahan did something really smart. He started putting Trey Lance in some spots. He did this in the Green Bay game. Uh, he did this, I think, against Detroit in the first game of that season. And so early on in the season, he's putting him in in these spots where he can um, succeed and build his confidence, where he can learn, where he can get some development. And Bill Walsh did the same thing with Joe Montana. And so when I saw Shanahan doing this, I thought it was really smart, and I was glad that he was doing it. But here's the problem. there There's a rumor that some of the veteran players didn't like it, that they thought it was disrespectful to Jimmy Garoppolo, and that some of them went to Kyle Shanahan and said, hey, stop doing this. We don't like this. And that Shanahan listened to them and stopped doing it. So Trey Lance didn't get those opportunities that, that Kyle was wanting to give him. The only time he played in 2021 after those initial um, little spots was when Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. And so, of course, one of them was the second half of the Seahawks game. Um, Trey was terrible. The team was terrible. Then he started that next week, his very first start against Arizona. He played like a rookie who was raw, and his team did a horrible job that day. There were so many uh, penalties, like on the offense. The defense didn't play well. So it was just a bad game overall uh, for the 49ers and for Trey Lance. And so uh, later in the season, as you know, he played uh, against the Texans, had a rough first half, but then in the second half, he pulled it off in a game they needed to win. And so um, so things looked kind of promising. And then he goes into 2022, plays in, a, in horrible conditions uh, in, in Chicago, and then the next week he's moving the ball really well and uh, breaks his ankle. So, you know, I think that we can look back at some of the some of the things and and look look at that that Chicago game. If you ever go back and watch that, or even go back and and look at the play by play, he was driving them down the field. He looked good. 
opening that game. And then Debo Samuel fumbled inside the red zone. The Bears recover. And uh, from that point on, it wasn't as good. But but Lance started well. So then in that Seattle game, he started well. He's moving the ball uh, until he got hurt. So I think that, you know, that's they, they spent a lot of money, a lot of money. They spent a lot of draft capital on a player who was a project. And so, you know, I don't know. At the time, I, I was good with it. I, I wanted them to, to get Justin Fields because a project like Trey Lance scared me a little bit, but I was all in. I, I didn't have an issue with that uh, because I thought they would be patient with him, but they obviously weren't. Uh, the next thing is passing on future stars. This is another mistake they made. So some of the players they could have drafted in 2021 if they would have stayed in their spot and not traded out of it um, included Jamar Chase. Man, how good would Jamar Chase look with Debo Samuel, with Brandon Ayuk, with George Kittle, with Christian McCaffrey on the field? Man, that would be amazing. Jalen Waddell is another one. Uh, Patrick Sertan uh, the second, uh, Micah Parsons. Can you imagine Micah Parsons on the opposite side of Nick Bosa getting after the quarterback? I don't even know if they if the 49ers would need a quarterback because the defense might score all the points. Uh, obviously, I'm being facetious, but can you imagine that pass rush with Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa? But you can't really fault the 49ers for going after a quarterback because they were in a position to move up Jimmy Garoppolo, they just Kyle Kyle had soured on him. I mean, it's easy to to see that that Kyle didn't want to to work with Jimmy anymore. Um, from what I understand, I think it was Tim Kawakami. Tim Kawakami wrote something for the Athletic that talked about how bad the relationship was between Garoppolo and Shanahan last season. So. Um, I want to go back and, and read that. I haven't done that yet, but, uh, uh, or they could have stayed put, you know, so if they didn't want one of those guys, if they wanted a quarterback, they could have stayed where they were at and, and drafted Justin Fields. Um, and if they would have done that, they still would have had their first round picks in 2022 and 2023. So there were other cornerbacks. There were offensive tackles that they could have drafted. So it's one thing to pay a hefty price for a player. It's another thing to pay a hefty uh, price for a player who's not really ever going to play for you, except very much. So uh, let's see. Cosmo said it, it was a bad trade, but savings from not having to pay for those two first round picks. The 49ers were able to sign players like Charverius Ward, Debo and Hargrave this year. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's a good point. That very well uh, could be that if they would have had those first round draft picks, maybe, uh, maybe they would have not had the money or at least some point down the road. Maybe that gets affected by the Bosa deal. Who knows? So in the end, they're still really good. And I still trust Kyle Shanahan. But as we're going to get to here in a minute, there are some of the things that that I just wasn't uh, wasn't crazy about. So the uh, the next mistake that, uh, that they made was uh, uh, not giving Trey Lance enough opportunity. So I already mentioned how Shanahan started off that 2021 season and then, uh, uh, you, you know, using Trey Lance in some spots like Bill Walsh did Montana. Um, and so then Lance enters his second season, uh, as we've already talked about, he only played 10 quarters as a rookie. 
that's, I mean, so he came into 2021 as a rookie with no experience and he only played 10 quarters. So then he goes into his second season, very inexperienced, gets hurt in the second game, misses that season. So he was coming into this season still really raw. And, and so to me, you have to be able to, to be patient and let that guy, um, you know, let him develop uh, instead of now, now let me, let me stop right there. Cause I want to make it clear that I, I'm not saying that he needs to be the starting quarterback right now. Brock Purdy is the guy and Brock Purdy deserves that chance because of what he did last season, but we still don't know what we have in Brock. And so I think that it's important to keep Trey because maybe he develops and becomes that guy. So if the 49ers are moving on from Trey Lance, uh, Nick Wagner of ESPN says that this is happening in record time. Basically he, he wrote, uh, he posted this on Twitter. If the 49ers do trade Trey Lance and he doesn't play in a regular season game again for them, he will have played eight games with the team. That would mean he played the fewest games by a top five pick for the franchise he debuted with in the common draft era since 1967. So that is horrible. Um, lots of quarterbacks have been projects and they've all had plenty of time to, uh, to develop. So James wrote, does this front office think we're stupid? <laughs> sometimes it feels like they do. Um, sometimes they, uh, they definitely walk to the beat of their own drum. That's for sure. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about Shanahan and Lynch, uh, here in a second. Uh, they threw, James said they threw Fred to the wolves yesterday. Going to talk about that too, because that, that, you know, I, I don't have an issue. If they would have just come out yesterday and said, all right, we've made the decision. You know, if Kyle said, look, I know yesterday I said I'd make this decision before the Pittsburgh game, but I last night I slept on it and I've made my decision and Sam Darnold's going to be QB2. Trey Lance is going to be QB3. I think it would have been fine with that, but uh, but then this whole thing about the trading stuff, uh, which is which is my next uh, point, uh, and, and then how they handled this, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Those were the things that, that bothered me. So it wasn't, doesn't have anything to do with Brock, doesn't have as much to do with Sam Darnold. I, I thought that Trey uh, was a better option for QB2, but if they feel different, then I'm okay with that. I'll, I mean, I'll stay back and just let them decide, but uh, obviously they know more than I do, but it was, it was kind of how it was handled. So uh, let's see, East Coast Red and Gold podcast. What's up? That's the PR department for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's true. You know, that's, uh, it, it wasn't handled well um, all the way around. So let me get to my next point is that uh, the other mis uh, the next mistake that they made was shopping Lance all off season. So about an hour after the news dropped, um, Diana Russini reported the 49ers are exploring trade possibilities for Trey Lance. The front office has been shopping him for much of the off season. According to a league source, the team never received a significant trade offer. So, uh, by the way, um, John Lynch was on KNBR this morning and he, he was asked about that. And he said that that's not accurate. 
if I responded to every report, I'd have no time in my day, but that is not accurate. So, uh, so Lynch is saying that did not happen. So about an hour after Diana Rossini uh, tweeted the, the, the thing about the, the report about them shopping Trey Lance all off season, she tweeted this, while the Trey Lance market may be quiet for now, this past spring, the 49ers and Vikings had serious conversations about a trade for Lance, but talks fell apart according to league sources. Now, the Vikings, I mean, is this, are we going to end up having to see Kurt uh, Cousins play for the 49ers? I mean, did that almost happen this year? I, I don't think that right now they would take Kurt Cousins over Brock Purdy. But back in the spring, they didn't know how Brock was going to come back from this injury. So was that just for draft picks or was that actually for Kirk Cousins? Next season, Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent. Uh, is Kyle Shanahan still that in love with him that he's going to reach out to him? I, I mean, man, I, I don't have anything against the guy, but I just, I, I'd rather have Brock Purdy than Kirk Cousins. Um, but you know what? This makes a lot of sense. It's starting to connect for me because back in the, what was it? The first day of, of uh, free agency, Sam Darnold signed with the 49ers. And I remember thinking, well, that's weird. First off, why would they sign Sam Darnold this early in free agency? And then the next thing is why would Sam Darnold come here? He's been a starter. Um, and so, uh, He's been a starter. Why, why would he come and play for the chance to be QB3? And so I just was like, okay, maybe, they, maybe they're afraid that Brock Purdy's not going to come back. And so Darnold's just insurance. So then they, uh, they bring on Brandon Allen. So he was Joe Burrow's uh, backup quarterback last year. Why would he come to the 49ers to be QB4? Well, I don't think that either of them came here to be QB3 and QB4. I think that they were told things that, hey, either Brock Purdy's not going to come back, or if he does, we're going to move on from Trey Lance. So either way, I think that they came in thinking, hey, we're going to be QB2 and QB3, and we're just a couple of injuries away from, from being able to start. So to me, that's that made a lot of sense. Like that opened my eyes. So James said, Kyle, made himself look like a biatch. How disrespectful can you get to Trey Lance and the fan base? Yeah, I I, I think that it's disrespectful to Trey for sure. Um, I don't know if it's disrespectful to the fan base. It kind of is, but uh, I'm not I'm not that worried about what, you know, if he offends me, I don't really care. Uh, James said he didn't answer to the question, did Trey Lance, uh, did Trey ask for a, a trade? Yeah, you're right. Um, that was a question that, uh, that was asked of John Lynch this morning. Uh, I think, I think it was Marcus from, uh, it was, it was, uh, Marcus was, who was it? No, Brian Murphy wasn't there. So it was, uh, Paulie Mac. So Mac and Marcus is who it was today. And I think Marcus asked, uh, did Trey Lance ask for a trade? And Lynch didn't answer that. He just kind of, he just said Trey's in the building and uh, he's, he's back with the team. So yeah, you're right. And, and so James said, Lynch is going to take the fall for this in <laughs> inmate York 
loves Kyle way too much to the point where he feels untouchable. Man, there definitely needs to be some accountability for sure because we don't, you know, I trust these guys, but I don't want them to have carte blanche to just do whatever. And when they make terrible mistakes or they're not accountable or they make uh, decisions that really make the organization look bad, because I think that this does make the, the organization look bad. They treated Jimmy Garoppolo bad and now they're treating Trey Lance bad. And so, yeah, I, I think that Jed should say, Hey, we need some accountability here. So Cosmo said Lynch also didn't respond if Trey, yeah, I doubt he plays tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, Lynch may have said that he will. I, I, can't, I can't remember, but I, I, I'm kind of like you. I, I, I would be surprised if he, uh, if he plays El Colmillo Dorado, no feelings in business. Yeah, it is a business. Um, but you know what? Like, if you show up to your job, it's business. But if they still treat you like crap, it's going to hurt your feelings. It's going to make you mad. And so, yeah, it, it is. It's not personal. It's business. But it still uh, sucks sometimes when when you're not treated the way that you want to be treated. Um, and James said, "Is it business to piss your draft draft picks?" Well, I don't know what you're saying. Is it business to piss your draft picks up a wall? Yeah, James, you'll have to tell me what you're seeing there because I'm not entirely sure. But um, so yeah, that's uh, so that's where where we're at. So the next thing, let's get into some of this. So what uh, what some of you have mentioned, uh, James mentioned this about throwing Fred to the wolves. Um, so this is the next thing is that they didn't tell the team. So Shanahan told the media that, uh, that he would make a decision sometime before the Pittsburgh game, as we, as we said, and then, uh, obviously changed his mind. So he, he informed Trey Lance that didn't go well. I mean, he, he said that Trey was hurt. John Lynch said that Trey was really hurt. Um, I'm guessing he probably told Sam Darnold as well. Cause you'd want to tell the guy, Hey, you're QB too. Um, but they didn't tell the rest of the team. And so when this was kind of getting out, I thought, well, maybe, maybe this is like, maybe they told the team, but we're just not getting the right information. But then Fred Warner met with the media afterward. So he said, I'm not even sure. Cause he was asked about it. Why is Trey Lance not at uh, practice? Um, you know, this news is out about, um, Sam Darnold being QB two and Trey Lance being shopped. And so Fred Warner said, I'm not even sure. I, it was just weird seeing three guys out there. I didn't know where Trey was. So Warner is a team captain. He's the leader of the defense and you don't tell him what's going on. You don't tell the players if Kyle Shanahan trusts the players so much that when he's using Trey as a rookie and they come to him and say, stop doing that. We don't like it. It's disrespectful to Jimmy. If he trusts them enough that he's going to do what they tell him at that moment, why doesn't he trust them enough to, to tell them what's going on when everything happens? So that's, I don't understand that. I think that's bad leadership. And I, I really was surprised because usually Lynch and Shanahan are, are strong leaders and they communicate well, and especially John Lynch. And so I really, really was surprised to find out that the team didn't even know. 
So uh, Lynch said on KNBR this morning, never did we think all that would get out. Uh, yeah, no joke. I mean, you should have told Trey and Sam, and then you should have told the rest of the team. The team should not have found out from social media or from reporters or from people texting them and saying, hey, what's going on? We heard about Trey. They shouldn't have found out about that way. They should have found out from their coach or from their general manager or somebody within the uh, 49ers organization. Fred Warner said, I mean, honestly, I don't know much about the situation. Complete honesty. I came out to practice. I saw there were only three quarterbacks out there. Trey's not out there. So I'm trying to ask around to see what's going on. And there's not a clear answer right now. So he's asking what's going on. And they're not even giving him an answer at that time. Obviously love Trey. I don't know what's going on with him right now or what's going to be next. But yeah, we just got to keep preparing get ready. So man, this is just, this is insane. This is the part that bugged me the most. If you want to make Sam Darnold QB2, fine. If you want to trade Trey Lance, I'm opposed to that, but I'll deal with it. I'll get over it. But to not tell the players uh, just was really annoying. So East Coast Red and Gold, hit that like button. Yes, please do that. I And, and go check out East Coast Red and Gold. Don't do it right now. But when this is over, go check them out and subscribe. I was on their show about a week ago, and they were a lot of fun. Uh, so I I definitely encourage you to go check them out. Uh, let's see. Uh, did they really not know, or are they playing dumb? Well, that's a good question. But, I, I mean, when Fred Warner says, honestly, I don't know what's going on. I tend to believe him. Um, and so, and, and then John Lynch said today, you know, that, that they didn't expect it to, to get out. And so I think at that point, they, they hadn't told the, the, uh, the players. So that's kind of what I think. James says uh, the problem they have now is that all of the post-game media is going to eat Kyle alive with Lance questions instead of post-game analysis. Yeah, he's going to get, he, he's going to get asked a lot of questions. And, uh, and, and that brings me to my very last point, which is uh, the other mistake that they made is not meeting with the media after practice. I think that the worst thing they did was not telling the team, but the next worst thing they did was not meeting with the media. I can see Kyle Shanahan because sometimes he's a little cranky. So I can see him being the type to go, I'm not meeting with the media. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll find out when we let them know. But Lynch is not like that. And there's a reason that John Lynch is the face of the 49ers front office. And, and even he's even more the face than Kyle Shanahan. He may not be the star like Shanahan is, but Lynch is definitely that face that uh, that they put out there and it's because he's so stinking good at it um, he's able to come in and say things that's going to make everybody mad but say it in such a way that makes you appreciate that he said it and he's so honest and that's why when he was asked to trade request a trade lynch didn't answer it and he kind of changed the subject it's because he's so honest that he can't I, I just don't think he can lie and so i respect that a lot um uh, but I didn't respect that they that they didn't go out there. So that to me was, uh, you know, Fred Warner went out for the press conference. Javon Hargrave went out 
but no head coach, no general manager. And that bugged me a lot. I mean, again, I, if they want, I, I don't agree with the decision to make Sam Darnold QB2. I don't agree with them shopping Trey Lance, but they, they, they're okay. That's okay. I mean, no, no problem with that. I can disagree. No big deal, but I just don't like how it was handled. I don't like how the team didn't find out. I don't like how the, um, uh, the, the media didn't get a chance, uh, to, to question them because look, yeah, Shanahan went on KNBR yesterday. Lynch went on there today but they didn't stand before the 49ers press and have to answer questions. Yeah, they answered some questions on KMBR, but they weren't the hardball questions. I mean, can you imagine? I'm sure Grant Cohn, <laughs> I'm sure Grant Cohn was really angry because he's big time Trey Lance. Um, he's seems to be anti Brock Purdy. I don't know if he really is or if that's just part of the, of the game. But I can imagine that Grant, it would have been fun to listen to him pepper them with questions. Matt Mayoko seemed frustrated today when he was on KMBR. Um, he actually said, why all the secrecy? Um, so I think that the media uh, is frustrated. And I think that they, they, they wanted their opportunities to ask those questions and they didn't get them. I mean, in the end, we still don't know what's going to happen with Trey Lance. Maybe Brock Purdy. Um, maybe he makes it through the season, but maybe he doesn't. I mean, maybe Trey stays on the team. Brock gets hurt. Sam Darnold gets hurt or he's terrible. And Trey Lance comes in and, and never looks back. And, and he's the quarterback of the future. Who knows? Or maybe they trade him and he becomes a star and Brock Purdy fizzles out. If that happens, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are going to be looking for new jobs because they're not going to survive. They can survive uh, Trey Lance being a bust if that's what happened but they can't survive trading uh, Trey and having him become a star for somebody else. So uh, let me get to some of these comments. So uh, Kyle won't be asked anything if the Niners win 35 or 13 week one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, and that's a great point because if they start winning right out of the gate, nobody's going to care. Trey could be shipped to, to, you know, Tennessee. And if the 49ers are winning and they're having a season like they had last year and the year before, then nobody's going to care. Um, so East coast red and gold. I can definitely say the PR guys didn't want them talking to the media. Yeah. They don't, they never want, uh, they never want them talking unless they can it's just, you know, unless it's just normal stuff, but when it's something big like this um, yeah, you're right. They don't, uh, they don't want them talking. Um, so Bosa contract is still a problem. They don't sort that out. The stellar Steeler game, I think is what he meant, is a loss. I don't know how easy that game is going to be to win anyway because uh, Pittsburgh, I think, is 15-1 and one or something like that in their last um, 16 opening games, and the 49ers usually start out slow, which is why I think that maybe Kyle Shanahan has the starters play in tomorrow night because they typically start out low and are slow. And I think that he's trying to pick up uh, maybe, you know, hopefully get a little bit of uh, uh, momentum there. Cosmo winning will cool this headline challenge will be getting to week one. Yeah, you're, you're right. James, if we don't get a Super Bowl this season, I want someone's head on a platter. No more excuses. They have the guy. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, Kyle even said that Brock's the real deal. So, uh, and we're going to find out. This is what Brock did last year was really impressive. Now, is that who he really is or did he just catch lightning in a bottle and this year he's going to come back to earth and, and be a seventh round draft pick, a, a barely drafted seventh round draft pick? it's I hope not. I hope that he's the real deal and that he slings it all over the place and is and is the guy that he was last year because all he did was win. He was Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, doing doing what he does, just winning. Um the, the difference is Brock Brock did some things that that 49ers quarterbacks hadn't been doing, like going into Seattle and clinching the uh the division. Uh, Garoppolo did that um in 2019. Um, and, and that was huge cause that hadn't happened. And so, uh, now Brock Purdy uh, is doing that and, and Purdy did it when he was hurt. Um, if you'll remember the week before he had the, uh, the oblique injury and I think maybe a rib injury. And so yet he was still able to go in and play big and, uh, win that game in Seattle to clinch the division. Uh, let's see, James said bad take, but I want Lance to go to Seattle and haunt Kyle for the rest of his career. That is a terrible take, James. No, I do not want Trey to go to Seattle. Uh, and I definitely, I don't want, I want him going because like, I still believe, man, that he, that he can be a star. And, and I think that if the right team and the right situation gets him and develops him in the right way and they take their time, I think that he can be a star. I hope that's in San Francisco. If it's not, then, uh, I hope it's in the AFC because I don't want to have to deal with Trey Lance. Uh, some of the throws that he makes sometimes look a little Mahomes-like, and uh, I just don't want to have to deal with a guy like that, especially if you drafted him and gave up as much as they gave up. And now if they have to face him and he's uh, he's become a really good quarterback, that's going to suck. We're going we're gonna to hate that. And, you know, and here's the thing. If Trey goes to Seattle – you know, like, cause James threw out this, uh, he's not going to haunt Kyle for the rest of his career because if he goes to Seattle and he becomes the kind of quarterback that could haunt Kyle, Kyle ain't going to be around. And so that's the thing is, uh, I really believe that if, if he becomes a, a, a really good quarterback, um, and now if Brock Purdy is a really good quarterback and the 49ers winning, or if they win a Super Bowl, then what Trey Lance does is, is it, it doesn't matter at all. But man, if uh, if Brock doesn't become that guy and Trey does somewhere else, yeah, that's going to be really bad. 49ers Ultimate Report. Thanks for checking in. Longtime follower, first in your chat on a live show. Thanks for jumping in here. It's great having you. Uh, let's see what your uh, NFL, not for long. Trey Lance, if he finds a team that believes in him, he will be about to showcase his skill. Yeah. Or you or be able, he will be able is what you're, what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree. He's going to be able to show showcase his skill because we see those flashes. And so I don't, I don't think for a second that, that he's a bust. And I have argued with so many people. There's this one guy out there that, that seems to hate Trey Lance. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but he says he's a former, uh, scout for the New York jets. And, um, he's like, he and I have argued not in a, not in a bad way, but, uh, um, 
you know, I, I respect his opinion, but I just completely disagree. There's no way that you can say Trey Lance is a bust right now. You just can't say it. He hasn't had a chance to prove that he's any good and he hasn't had a chance to prove that he's not any good. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what annoys me. Maybe he will be a bust, but it's way too early to tell at this point. So Cosmo said should be interesting during tomorrow's game. I'm definitely there. Hey, have fun with that. Uh, it's going to be fun to, to watch these preseason games. I like them because you get to see your young players and get to see guys like Ronnie Bell, um, which somebody, you know, we released our, our mailbag for 49ers web zone and somebody asked, is Ronnie Bell going to make the uh, final roster? And I was like, of course, not only has he been really good, but he's shown so much that you can't cut a guy like that and then hope that he's going to make it back to your practice squad. He's going to make the team. Um, even if Ray Ray McLeod wasn't hurt, I still think that that uh, Ronnie Bell is going to make the team. So, so yeah, he's for sure going to be there. Atlanta and Miami are really, this is from James, Atlanta and Miami are really the only option for the dude. If he goes to Miami, boy, three firsts, and they get Lance anyway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that would, oh, my gosh, that would be bad. Uh, <laughs> and you know what, uh, Mike McDaniel smart enough to pull something like that off. Um, so yeah, I mean, he wasn't, obviously he was in San Francisco when, uh, the, the trade for, uh, that turned into Lance was made, but, uh, Mike, McDan Mike McDaniel is that kind of guy who is so smart that you're almost afraid to do any kind of business with him because you're just kind of thinking, He's smarter than me. And so if I'm going into this and I'm feeling okay, um, I should really be careful because he's that uh, that smart. And, and the guy is super competitive. So he would probably love to stick it to Kyle Shanahan and get Trey Lance and make him a superstar. Um, and I would not want to see that because Mike, Mc, Mike McDaniel is a star. And I think that he's going to be a great coach for a long time. And he's the kind of guy that if he got his hands on Trey Lance, he might be be might be able to turn him into something really incredible. So anyway, uh, well, that's all that I have for uh, for today. Just wanted to get in here and and lay out some things where I feel like the 49ers have made a lot of mistakes uh, regarding Trey Lance, and so I just wanted to get in here and and vent some. And uh, appreciate you jumping in the comments section and talking to me because that was a lot of fun. So make sure that you subscribe to the 49ers Camelot show, or if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to your audio podcasts, make sure you rate review and uh, follow the, the 49ers Camelot show. You can find me on Twitter at 49ers Camelot. That's where I'm most active. So I'd love to, uh, to get on and, uh, and talk 49ers with you there. So Cosmo, uh, good show. Glad I subscribed. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, great to uh, great to see you, James. Peace. Great talking to everybody today. Have a good uh, have a good uh, night. And tomorrow, man, if you're at the game, have fun. Be safe. Don't uh, don't get pulled into any of those brawls. Uh, we don't want anything like that. Y'all stay safe. <laughs>